Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Off and running here on a Wednesday. This is Follow the Money. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up today on the program in 30 minutes, Josh Applebaum's going to join us. VSIN sports betting analyst with an NFL market report. Nigel Seeley in two hours. A beautiful breakdown yesterday of Argentina and why he thought the number was too low on Messi's squad. And they advanced to the finale of the World Cup. He does have a play today on France-Morocco. Find out what that is. At that time, and Mike March today in two and a half hours, he is very high on a team in the NFC, Paulie, which is where we are going to begin. I don't think anybody was surprised, but the news became official yesterday. Kyler Murray tore his ACL on that game Monday night against the Patriots and that loss for the Cardinals. He is out for the year, and again, who knows how long it's going to linger in the next year. And uh, they take on the Broncos this week. Colt McCoy is going to be the starter. How about uh, Cliff Kingsbury's quote yesterday? McCoy is so smart, uh, and he he could take my job as coach one day. You might want to be careful with that because that could happen <laughs> within the month. But that, to- that total is down to thirty six, and I think it has to be. Oh wow! But uh, so they take on the Buccaneers on Christmas Day. That's one of the special weeks here at Circus Survivor. That's up to three, you know, six point one million dollars, and only thirty people are left now. Yeah, if our buddy E's watching, I'll take the plus two fifty that uh, someone doesn't get a pick in. Uh, I'll take a shot there. I mean, that is hard where you get things, life gets in the way. I know $6 million, but you go Christmas Eve on a Saturday and you got to have the pick in the next day. That's the thing, right? So you cannot forget about that That's here. Right. And using proxies are so important. Yeah. Christmas Eve is its own separate week compared to Christmas Day. So you got to have that turnaround if you advance on Saturday and then bam, do it right away on Sunday morning on the games on Christmas Day. So you think there's going to be somebody who doesn't get it in? Snap possible. You never know. I know. Holidays, travel. I don't know. Right. But uh, you have $200,000 worth of equity. There's uh, 6.1 million. There's 30 people left. The enemy within the alias. There was someone with two alive. He has $400,000 of equity. He has already used Tampa and he's already used Kansas City. So he'll probably, double option would be in play for him if he still has two. And uh, he has the Chargers. The Colts, and he has one Green Bay. Now, do you use Tampa Bay? I mean, this is this is wild. Who you? Because so many people have out of the thirty, the Chargers, Colts available. Right. I can't imagine you use the Colts, but uh, why would you get involved in the Denver L.A. game and only five people, five have Miami? That's it. That's and it. And of the people who have Green Bay, it's not many. Right, but they need to be considered this week, Correct. Monday night against the Rams. There are only four who have Green Bay, right? Which leads us to this, yep. according to Michael Silver, now with the San Francisco Chronicle. I, I can't believe that this is happening, but he points out that Tom Brady has held private meetings with the skilled players on Tampa's roster without the coaching staff in attendance. 
<laughs> he reportedly makes changes to the game plan uh, before the game, while the Buccaneers coaches don't see this until kickoff. Quote, the night before each game, well, this is what he wrote, Brady runs a separate meeting with the Bucs skill players during which he goes over the game plan, makes tweaks to assignments and formations, and provides a revised blueprint. Uh, one which first-year head coach Todd Bowles, offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, and the rest of the staff are left to discover in real time once the game begins? Is this possible? I mean, Michael Silver's been covering the league for a long time, so he's not going to write it unless he has concrete you know, sources and evidence on that. It's unbelievable. Wow. Right. Well, remember when you just... If a team is desperate or you get the superstar treatment like Lawrence Taylor had with the Giants and even what with Clemens, I'm only playing home games that one year. Yeah. With the Astros. But this is off the charts where it's like, you know, you can find out once the game happens what I'm going to do and the changes that I made, which doesn't speak well of uh, Bowles or F- uh, Leftwich either. And, you know, we'll get to this later, but we have the $100,000 blackjack tournament tomorrow and you draft based on where you finish for Super Bowl future, a free roll, on the draft, I would have Tampa 12th. Now, considering they could have a home playoff game, but I just what's going to change, right? The offense is broken. Uh, right. What, what's suddenly going to happen in January if they're there about, oh, watch out now. It's time. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous how bad they've played. Yeah, unless they catch we, a couple of breaks, create turnovers on the other side of the right. ball. I, I mean, mean that's... Your, your breakdown yesterday said it all about they should be the lowest scoring team in the league. And... And I don't, I don't see how they can beat Cincinnati Sunday, and how even if they can win this division, that they could give Dallas a game. Yeah, I mean, again, as bad as they're playing. Not only again to point out what we did yesterday on the show with that team. I mean, lowest scoring team in the entire league is a real possibility. They've had like five or six things go their way late in games just to score, and as a result of those late scores, they've also won games. They could easily be, easily, have three wins right now. Be three and ten on the year. Yeah. Now, I know, you, again, you could do that with a bunch of different teams, but uh, this also, like, Brady had this whole thing with Miami lined up that nobody knew about, and Sean Payton, with that secret meeting on the yacht with Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, a couple years ago, and it took a while for that story to come out, but it did. So he he just, he realizes that, look, I'm the GOAT. I could have retired five years ago, yeah. but I decided to leave New England, and now I can do whatever I want. And sure. if you want to, look, if you want to talk sideways to me, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. And if you want, this tells me that if Brady wants to play somewhere else next year, he'll easily leave Tampa Bay to go somewhere. Yeah. We know where this organization was at, then I show up and we win a Super Bowl. That's right. right. So, yeah. yeah that's, okay. I play one year in the NFC. I have as many rings as, as uh uh, Rogers. Michael Jordan did not have as much hand as Tom Brady has. Like yeah. nobody, LeBron doesn't have as much hand as Brady does. I mean, if the guy wants to play until whatever, I mean, it sounds silly. He's 45. He was nearly the MVP a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look pretty this year, but also like it's a total. I mean, Mike, you're right. That does not speak well at all to Todd Bowles or, or Leftwich. Yeah, no confidence in wow. the coaching staff. None. And how much, even though, but he, man, he's got to be tough to deal with, though, too, because he didn't like Arians. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy doesn't like anybody right now. Yep. What's going on? But that is, that is hard to believe that that goes on. And uh, if you're on the team, you're just like, okay, it's Tom Brady. Well, watch him win a low-scoring game yeah. this week. And then it's going to be, look at there. You see, you can't write the yeah. Buccaneers off. Yeah, and like a similar score, right? Like 17-14. They come back, whatever, 16-14, something like that. They're trailing late. They come back. They put they get a P.I. late. They've done nothing the whole game. And look at that. Brady goes yeah. 85 yards in two and a half minutes to win the game. Yeah. It's still risky to use them against Colt McCoy, though, on Christmas. Yeah. I, I don't as disagree with that. they've played. I mean, it's, who's to say they don't have the division at hand as well once we get to that point? Yeah. So uh, this well, is fascinating. That, that's why this week is so juicy. Yeah. 
Uh, if that scenario that I just laid out doesn't happen this week and they lose the game, again, the three and a half point dogs yeah. at home, if they lose and Carolina's a favorite now by a couple of points against um, yeah. Pittsburgh, well, then there's Carolina in the driver's seat. Yes. Excellent job by you with that and also the Goff uh, breakdown, comeback player of the year. And thanks to everyone chiming in. He uh, DK put it up, another book locally here put it up, and he's now 30 to 1 at DraftKings. Yeah. Comeback they- player of the year. Nice job by DK yesterday. Right away, as soon as we were done with the show, they put it up at 40 to 1. So that was the best number that you could find anywhere. I saw offshore, people were posting them at 10 to 1, 14 to 1. I saw 16. I saw 25. But DK was the uh, best number to post at 40. They took a couple of bets, evidently, by going down to 30 to 1. And I need to uh, reiterate, because I had a lot of people reach out to me yesterday after that. And they were asking me if it makes sense at the number that they could find. And I said, well, listen, again, keep in mind that the whole point of this was Jared Goff might not win the award, but my whole point was Geno Smith should never, ever, ever have been $9 to win the award when, again, it's it's a very... Yeah. Like, if they had most improved player, Geno Smith, would he would be minus 10000 right now. He would win most improved for this year, I believe. But you can't have this market where, like, there's no real fine print. It's kind of loose with the jargon and uh, the verbiage here, right? Comeback player. What's he coming back from? Like, that's a big question, Mark. And generally, this goes to a guy who came back from an, uh, a serious injury, like McCaffrey or Barkley, who's second on the awards uh, or on the board right now. But Geno Smith can never be nine dollars when you have a guy at the same position who's really coming back from being really good. He fell off big time to the point of where a team that won a Super Bowl traded him, and they won after that. And now, like everybody wrote him off, and he's really good again. Like that's coming back from something, adversity. Uh, Geno Smith never came back from anything other than being a backup. So. That the numbers never made any sense. That was my whole point. Will Goff win? I don't know if he beats McCaffrey or Barkley, but... Yeah, it doesn't make sense because you look at the five guys that are listed. One was horrendous with Goff, so much so that you could think he's just going to be a backup now. And then McCaffrey, Barkley, and Henry coming off a serious injury. And Geno's never done anything in this league. That's correct. And been a total bust. So it is bizarre. And my uh, comparison yesterday was the most improved in the NBA. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense how we're... How we, how we put these guys in the category. That's right. I mean, Morant was a hell of a player to begin with. Right. So I just I think that, honestly, I don't think that comes down to liability. Like, people were not pounding Geno Smith to win comeback player of the year. Yeah. It just turned into, well, Geno's playing really well, and he's going to win. Well, why is he going to win? Why? I mean, it, the it, other it, question we asked was, because he wasn't on the board when we discussed it, was can someone, has it happened where someone's won an award and he wasn't even offered? That's right. And people brought up the Perez with the home run title, which he shared uh, dead heat with uh, Guerrero, but the, this, sure. I just I found it very interesting that it was down to five players yesterday, and Goff was playing out of his mind yeah. after another great Sunday right, against right. the Vikings, and like he, you got to put him up. You also called for this last week to lead the league in interceptions. Mills wasn't available, and then finally a book put it up, and it was fourteen to one. And then Mills gets in there, and he throws an interception. Now at DraftKings, Mills is plus one seventy five. Yeah, but then Lovey's doing this. We're cutting the bike in half. And we're going to split reps. He's going to do the quarterback carousel again this week. Right. Unbelievable. Well, that guy, Lovey Smith, is not going to be the coach next year. No. I cannot imagine that he's going to come back and be the head guy. And Pierce is out two weeks. Yep. And and, and now you're going to be going with two quarterbacks. Yep. Split the the snaps. The sports slate is packed, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join them every week for new promotions like their first hockey goal insurance. Uh, Sunday football parlay insurance and more. Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com and check out 
their World Cup daily bet and get, where it is a whole new game. Paulie will recap some of the betting action from last night and win some, lose some. Coming up next, how does this keep happening in Las Vegas casinos? It's the third time in the past month. Details on that coming up. Some Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, exact score, 3-0 Argentina over Croatia, 18-1. That comes in. Domination by Argentina. Oh, that was... Yep, Messi to score plus one fifty. Messi to score the first goal three to one. Now, what did you bet yesterday? Will there be a penalty plus yeah. two twenty? And that came in. Okay, that, yes, good for you. Either one, either way, you bet it, but you didn't want the Messi bet because it was too small of a number. Yes. Okay. Alvarez to score plus two fifty. Alvarez to score twice, eighteen to one. Will a penalty occur? Yes, plus two twenty. Argentina to be awarded a penalty. Yes, plus three seventy five. To score on a penalty, five to one. All these at Bet Rivers as well. Argentina to win both halves. Yes, plus 550. Argentina team total over two and a half, plus 430. We will have a doozy Sunday if it's France, Argentina. Oh, mama. And uh, how about Argentina? We were live on the air in one of the biggest upsets of the year in sports betting. Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia to start the tournament. Messi scored early on a PK, yep. and Saudi Arabia came back in the second That's half. That's right. And I, I do. Some people flipped out. Others, like Nigel yeah. said, it's happened. Spain hold on, and, this yeah. has happened before, right? Don't and freak Messi, out. And Messi said that he said he pointed to that as a key that that helped us to get to the championship. Yeah. They were they were amazing yesterday. They were. That dude is just uh, unreal when he's uh, got control of the ball. And you're right. I yeah. mean, if we get Argentina, France, the ratings in this country will be enormous for that match. Yeah. Favorites in hockey went nine and two. Ovechkin. Hat trick, third player all time, 800 goals. What a way to get there. And he scored right away to start. Finishes with the hat trick. Rousing ovation in Chicago for him. And uh, Well, this is going to be a sad day for you. If and, he catches uh, Gretzky, yes. A bunch of people across not only this country, yeah. but up in Canada as well yeah. watching the show. You see the move on the Maple Leafs. They opened 410 in some spots. Oh. They closed 550 at three books. <laughs> they won 7 nothing against Anaheim. Wish it was that easy every time. But five, fifty. All, all those alt uh, puck lines yeah. came in. My God. Yeah, and if you went to bed early, Correa, the Giants gave Correa thirteen for three fifty. Definitely win some. The money they're spending, they don't get judged. They gave Manaya a bunch of money and Ross Stripling, of all people. I know. And then they get Correa. Which what, what, what's uh, your we reaction were, to the Correa signing? It's but no, you got to keep in mind, wow. Paul. It's funny money. Like who cares? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought team, I thought Dodgers maybe. I know the Mets were the Mets seemed to be trying to get everybody. What they're spending? Imagine the that. payroll had the had the Mets one out on him. I know. What? Well, they already have the record. Oh yeah, they, they had the, they had the record, and then they signed the Japanese guy. Yeah, he's blo- <laughs> uh, Cohen's. Blo- he doesn't. Ma- it doesn't matter. No, he doesn't care. No, no, he's Bobby Axelrod. Subscribe, be part of the team. Vsin Pro. You always want to see these tweets and these videos. We hit every demographic here. 
This is fantastic. A tribute to Mike Leach. Brad Powers, who's on tomorrow. He he tweeted this. Text from 2001 to 2009, Texas Tech never had a losing season in Big 12 play under Mike Leach. The Red Raiders would suffer 12 straight losing Big 12 seasons after firing him. They broke it this year. The first time he tweeted that, Mike Leach liked it. Twitter. Is that right? How good is that? Really? That's yes. Powers on tomorrow. Another one. The video's too long, but it's excellent on ESPN. When he was the OC at Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry, he created an entirely fake play sheet. And they had a guy drop it on the ground on purpose in front of a Texas GA. It took Texas. Well, by the time Texas figured out that the play sheet was wrong, it was 17-0 Oklahoma. Oklahoma. It's an amazing Mike it, Lee. It's, it, <clears throat> A truly amazing video to watch. It is. It's a favorite, might be the favorite leak story. The only guy clever enough to do it. And Texas was thinking, there's no way this could be fake, because who would think of this? Right. To right. do this. And like the guy pretends like he accidentally drops the play sheet on the before the game. And people went back to watch the video. And they're speaking in this video, and they're like, I've never seen wide receivers or running backs that wide open before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. So they prep on their coach up about here's what they're going to run. Right. Then they don't do it. This is getting a lot of attention. You tweeted this out 10 years ago today in the Bay Area. He showed up with his A game, a legend. And a hey. funny guy who's no. great on Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. The genuine article. No, this is hilarious to me. And again, yeah, if you if you don't know, if, for the radio audience, you can go. I tweeted this picture yeah. out last night at Mitch Moss Radio on Twitter. The reaction that I'm getting, I'm dumbfounded today. People texting or responding on Twitter. Other, they're like, I love Eddie Money. Oh, I love Eddie's music. Oh, no. I don't even know what to say. No. I haven't even responded to no. him. I'm, I'm going to let them pretend that it's Eddie Money. They're a, they don't know that Richard. They don't Richard. know it's Richard Lewis. Oh, they assume God. it's Eddie Money. Eddie Money. So I'm running, I'm like running with them. I'm going to start telling them today, yeah, Eddie was awesome, man. I loved him. Loved his music. Oh, my God. They don't God. know it's Richard Lewis. Oh. How, I don't know how you make this it look anything like Eddie Money. Yeah. No. No, nothing like him. No. The only thing they have in common is heavy drug use. But uh, oh. that is that is awesome. Good for you. This is great, too. Can you put the... This, oh. <laughs> this is Goose and Raymond. Goose is the bulldog. He wants to roll down the, the snow on the hill, but it's flat. So he needs help. <laughs> and the dog's got to roll him. And they got... I mean, how do they communicate? Can you imagine where the bulldog's like, hey, help me out here. I need a push. I want to roll down. But the hill, there's, it's flat. I can't. I need help. And, he, and the dog helps him out to go. He, that's Goose? The bulldog is Goose. Yeah, goose is a uh, tumbling tumbleweed. Yeah. I think they have that, that song playing in the background here. So that's yeah. why they're like, okay, it's time to roll, buddy. That is great. Uh, lose some. You teased it. For the third time in a month, someone robbed a cage in a casino. Green Valley Ranch cage was hit. Where's Danny Ocean? Can we? Is he around? I mean, this is crazy. The holidays up oh, against. I mean, this is. It's funny you bring that up because wow. uh, you know when when Green Valley first opened up, Whiskey Sky Bar, the very popular club there. Yes, he uh, was. He was part owner. Correct. With uh, Cindy Crawford's husband. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Sky Bar in uh, L.A. I guess it was same thing. Still, yeah, same yeah. owners. Right. Yep. Very good. One lose. A couple lose some. How about our, your your parody account sending this in? Look at this. I don't know if this is genius or appalling. The guy with a blow-up mattress in the airport going to sleep 
That's awesome. All right, guys, I'm out. Check in with me in three hours. I mean, is this this is really acceptable? I, I can't believe it. I mean, look how big that thing is. That's, I don't know. I don't know whether to give him an A plus or tell him to go to hell. Right. Or say, hey, buddy, can I give you fifty bucks? I'll lay down for a little bit. There it is. Got the blow up mattress in the airport. He's got the hanging sa- out. He's got the sandals to the right of the mattress. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Very good. This says it all. Look at this video. Joe Rogan when they announced Patty won. You can see it on his face. He does like, oh, yeah. He cocks his head back. I think there was a huge eye roll there. Like, are we serious here, folks? No, nope. really? No, they are up against it. Horrible month for the organization and uh, people saying it's WWE. Um, when you have a scandal and it's followed by what transpired Saturday, that is a tough look for the UFC. One vicious beat, Lakers Celtics. They bet the over 232 up to 237 and a half. It got there in overtime in a crazy game. Back and forth, Lakers with a comeback as well. But Boston wins. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at betrivers.com. Tatum had 44 in overtime. Uh, Anthony Davis had 37 for the Lakers. I think the point spread, too, was a big factor there, too, depending on what number you got, because it landed on four for the Celtics. I think that toggled between three and a half and getting up there to four yesterday and also last night on national TV. What is your level of concern right now for the Golden State Warriors overall? Paulie, on the road now, ATS, they're three and 11. They were, I watched that game. They were, they, they made a little bit of a run in the second quarter, but they were blown out last night on the road against the Bucks. Yeah, it was bad. I'm, and I'm, that was I'm, no Drew Holiday, by the way. I'm just as worried about the Suns. The Suns have been awful here lately, too. Yeah. And uh, just could be the end of the line for Chris Paul. And he never gets healthy and his career's over. That's another one. But uh, you're right. Just a disaster on, on the road. And the, and the schedule that they have coming up. Because they play on Christmas. They're playing like every other day here. Yeah. For the next two weeks. Yep. So not there. only, I mean, so 3 and 11 were accounts. They're 2 and 12 straight up on the road. They just, I mean, forget about covering for a second. They one of the wins is Houston, too. That's right, yeah. I mean, yeah, they they can't they cannot win games on the road. I mean, it's just it's brutal. And that was a I mean, the Suns got carried out against the Rockets. Yeah. Straight I mean, the what NBA last I bet the Pelicans yesterday what laid a, uh money line minus 125. I put a nickel on the Suns to win the division a couple weeks ago yeah. and now they, they they're a train wreck. Train wreck now. Yeah. But uh, the Pelicans got blown out by the Jazz last night and uh yep. I bet the Clippers yesterday 11-1 to here at Circuit to win the NBA title. Okay. So if they can stay healthy, who knows? The Western Conference right now? The wild I mean, season. What the hell is Barkley talking about last night? The Lakers stink? What are you talking about? They're gonna make, now, they need to make that trade. They need to trade that one of those picks for Bogdanovich right now. Cunningham's done. Detroit's not going anywhere. Right. Go get Bogdanovich. That'd be a great acquisition for the Lakers. But for him to continue to rip the Lakers, I mean, they're playing good ball, oh, they and pick- Anthony Davis has been great, and you get Schroeder back now, and Westbrook's played well, and LeBron James. I mean, come on. Who, come on. They're better than Minnesota. Yeah, you got to change on, your Charles. opinion. Watch uh, the games. I was way down on the, on the Lakers until they showed it to me, like, at the beginning of this month. You don't suck if you go into Milwaukee and win. Yeah. Come on. Up next, the NFL Market Report with Josh Applebaum. He likes three games this week. He's got an opinion on the big primetime game that we have coming up tomorrow night. Find out which side he likes coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSIN.
VEASAN, the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, only $79. Get access to everything we do through the big dance of the madness. You also get $20 if you sign up today. VEASAN gear, hats, shirts, mugs, other gear at the online store. Daily recap, top plays, every host, every guest. Deep dive betting reports, limited time offer. Get the perfect sports betting holiday gift and become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Full access through the madness vcin.com slash subscribe. All right, Wednesdays at this time, Josh Applebaum joins the program, vcin betting analyst, and you can catch his two podcasts here on the network, host of uh, Morning Bets and Market Insights. Uh, Josh, good morning. Thanks for the time as always. Let's begin with a huge game that we have tomorrow night, Thursday night football, primetime, Niners on the road against the Seahawks. Uh, evidently, we're not going to know if Brock Purdy is going to play until tomorrow. He does have that oblique. I think he plays. I could be wrong on that. Uh, looking at the screen right now, I'm seeing San Francisco either priced at uh, you know minus three twenty cents or minus three and a half, and the totals up here a little bit to forty three and a half. Uh, you going to go with the Seahawks here? You going to go with the home dog in a divisional game? What's your approach to this game, Josh? I am going to, and Mitch and Paulie, it's great to be with you. So I'm going to take the points here with Seattle. You mentioned a lot of factors in this game, but most important thing to me, guys, right now is if you look at that three and a half right now with Seattle on our VEASAN board, it's plus three and a half, minus 115. And Mitch, you made a great point. Some books are three. We actually had an opener of minus three San Francisco. Uh, We saw this line move up to three and a half, but all the juice is really juiced up toward the Seattle side telling me that, hey, if you like Seattle here, you don't want to wait until tomorrow night. This hook may evaporate pretty soon here. So we all know the key numbers in the NFL, three is the most common market margin of victory hooks are so important if you're on a dog if you lose by three you want to cover that number so i'm looking at grabbing the three and a half right now with seattle thinking it's going to fall a couple things going on right now big public play towards san francisco they're getting 77 percent of bets across the market makes sense they're nine and four they've won six straight they just rolled against tom brady and covered that number so it's kind of a sell high on san fran and also kind of a buy low on seattle they're seven and six they've lost three or four you just lost out outright to carolina 30 to 24 as a four-point favorite here so I like the fact that everybody's taking san fran but we are seeing kind of this buyback towards seattle we talk betting systems quite a bit, guys. A lot of matches here on Seattle. If you look at primetime dogs this year, they're 25 and 17 against the spread, 60%. Divisional dogs, 40 and 26 ATS, 61%. Pete Carroll, in particular, when he's a dog, he's 5 and 3 ATS this year. He's 46 and 29 ATS in his career, 61%. Also, another system I've kind of dug up here if you're a home dog getting three and a half or more, this year you're 30 and 14 against the spread, 68%. And you also mentioned the injuries, guys. No Debo Samuel. Maybe he comes back late regular season here. Uh, Purdy, I expect with you, Mitch, that he's probably going to play, but could be a little banged up. Kenneth Walker, on the other hand, for Seattle, one of the best rookie running backs. He should be good to go. He was a full participant yesterday. And Kyle Shanahan, as a favorite, he's just 21-28 and 28 against the spread, 43%. So in a big division game, super contrarian play at home. I'm going to take the three and a half right now with Seattle, thinking by tomorrow we may be getting down to three. All right, you can get a better, get the best of the number. Aren't you concerned that they couldn't move the ball in the first meeting and they can't stop the run? That does definitely concern me here, Paulie. But again, kind of put as a market-driven better, I put a lot of faith into this market, just saying, hey, despite kind of those disadvantages, we are seeing this buyback again towards Seattle. So the other thing you mentioned, though, I want to hit real quick is the total. Mm-hmm. You know, we have seen such great unders here in primetime games. Mm-hmm. They're over 60%. Outdoor divisional unders are even better. They're close to 70% this year. But as as Mitch mentioned, this thing went up a little bit, 41 and a half, up to 43 and a half. Is there a point where maybe we get to 44 and start to see some buyback? It's hard not to take these unders here, but got to admit, what's some over money that came in on this total? Yeah, divisional game unders have uh, done very well all season too, uh, although I went 3-4 and four last week. How about the uh, game on Saturday? Maybe Huntley plays. Uh, Watson's been awful so far. 
and we're seeing the rust with Cleveland. What do you think of the Browns laying points at home? I'm going to take the points here with Baltimore, guys. A couple reasons to like Baltimore. Number one, you mentioned it, uh, Paulie. We don't really know the quarterback here. Tyler Huntley did go through the walkthrough yesterday, but he's kind of a limited participant. Don't expect to see Lamar Jackson anytime soon. Maybe he's he's not deemed out officially, but we were kind of thought to believe it would be a two-game absence for him. This would be the second game. Anthony Brown's a, a kid from Oregon who would play if Tyler Huntley can't go. But what's notable to me is even though you really have these question marks for the Baltimore QB, all liability seems to be on Baltimore here. We actually opened Cleveland Browns laying three at home. And again, pay attention to the juice. They're all all the juice is leaning toward the Ravens here, plus three at minus 120. It's actually a pretty good number because I see a lot of books down to two and a half. And that's notable because line is going toward the Ravens despite not knowing who the QB is. But I think it's kind of a play on maybe the, the system, the culture of the Ravens here. If you look at Harbaugh, three and ATS as a dog this year, 43 and 29 ATS. In his career, divisional dogs we just mentioned with Seattle, same thing here, 61%. Public's right down the middle. They don't know what to do. They're kind of worried about the quarterback with Baltimore. They still love Deshaun Watson, but he hasn't played great. 50-50 bet split, yet line is going to Baltimore in this one. It could be a tease play, 2.5 up to 8.5. You'll go through a couple key numbers. Here's one stat for you guys. For whatever reason, I've been trying to ask Sean King and Mike Pritchard and our former NFL players here as colleagues, what's up with these Saturday games? Because there's a big advantage to road teams. On Saturdays, if you just go back uh, the last decade, road teams on Saturdays, 31 and 16 ATS, 66%. So I'm not really sure what the reason is for that. But for whatever reason, these road teams have done pretty well, both dogs and favorites. So angle there would be toward Baltimore. Also, keep an eye on this total, guys. Maybe a low scoring game, 40 down to 38 and a half. Uh, outdoor under I'd be leaning under there especially with a tease up play or if you are if, if you miss the three on Baltimore about the same exact thing Josh Applebaum our gu- uh, guest here on follow the money is visa and the sports betting network okay so I bet this game on the look ahead last week figuring that Dallas would blow out the Texans and the Jags could easily lose to Tennessee it was the worst case you know scenario for me there possible Cowboys lucky to survive as 17 and a half point favorites and the Jaguars played the game of uh, the year for them I mean and they blew out Tennessee mm-hmm. Now that number moved down from six, and it actually moved to six and a half last week, down to four and a half, I see, at some spots, or five, with a total now up to 47 and a half. You figure that there's going to be plenty of Cowboys fans in Jacksonville for this game, but doesn't matter. Who do you like here? So I'm going to take the points here with the Jags, and I'll caveat this, Mitch, by saying I don't love the fact that, you know, Jags are coming off a big win. Dallas is off a really bad win where they're, as you mentioned, a 17-point favorite. You almost lost that thing. Imagine how many, uh, how much live betting there was on the live money line for Dallas to come back and win that game. I know the books were hoping for an outright loss there, even though obviously mm-hmm. the Texans covered that number. But to your point, uh, Mitch, this line is dropping toward Jacksonville. As you mentioned, minus 6.5, minus 6. Whatever opener you want to use, we are down to four and a half right now. Now, looking at our VEASAN board, maybe this thing gets back up to five if it's bottomed out so much. But I'd be looking toward this home dog with Jacksonville. It's a big public play on Dallas. You know, always going to be a big public play in general, but they're getting 70% of bets. So the public still sees Dallas 10 and three, Jacksonville five and eight. They say, hey, this is a short number. Let's just lay the points here with the Dallas Cowboys. But the line's going to Jacksonville, only 30%, yet they've fallen down to four and a half. That would be a sharp reverse line move, taking the points here with the Jags at home. The stat that I've loved, we mentioned it before, but if you're a home dog getting three and a half or more, you're 30 and 14 against the spread this year, 68%. Also kind of a bad ATS, good ATS play. The Cowboys are eight and five against the spread. Jacksonville's only five and eight ATS. To me, I want to buy low on the teams that don't cover a lot because they're undervalued and sell high on the teams that do cover a lot like Dallas here. Also, guys, keep an eye out for the total. A uh, little bit of over money. Open 46 and a half. You're up to 47 and a half. Right now, 75% of bets, but more than 90% of the money is going over here. Both these teams are kind of top half in the NFL in terms of pace. 
Uh, so be more possessions, being able to score more often. And we have seen both teams go 7-6 and six to the over. But I'm looking at the points here with Jacksonville. Maybe you can wait and get a 5. You can tease them up 4.5, up to 10.5, go through multiple key numbers. Uh, but I'm looking at the Jags plus the points here at home. Very good. Uh, you can get Josh's two podcasts here on the Visa Network, uh, Morning Bets and also Market Insights, wherever you listen to your podcast. Josh, thanks for the time as always today. Uh, best of luck this week. Always a pleasure. Thanks a lot, guys. There Thank you, go. you. So Seahawks, Ravens, Jags. He's going to go with three dogs this week on his plays here in this spot. Uh, I don't know. The the Ravens game against the Browns. I'm going I, back and forth on the game. I'm sorry. I got to see who plays quarterback. And me too. Right, come yep. On. And then also we have the news on uh, J.K. Dobbins too. Yep. Uh, when he told the media yesterday, quote, it's still not me all the way back. I'm going to uh, continue to get better, and hopefully those 100-yard games will start turning into 200-yard games, maybe. End of quote. He had 15 carries for 120 yards last week. He was also, he told people that uh, if he was fully back, he would not have been caught from behind in the long run that he ripped off. So, I don't. I mean, short term here tells me the guy's not close to 100%, and they're trotting him out there as a big part of the running game. Now, he, he had a big game last week, but... I mean, as we get closer to uh, January in the playoffs, uh, what's he going to be looking like health-wise then? They're an interesting team because, uh, again, when they're healthy, can they make a deep postseason run? I say yes. Remember, all their losses, they've blown double-digit leads or or more than one score, rather, up, up nine late yeah. against Jacksonville. So imagine what their record could be, right? Well, I, and then I, they're I mean, underdogs again, but it's like Harbaugh's a great coach no matter who the quarterback is. They're competitive. Find a way to win last week. Yeah, let's not forget that was twenty to three against Buffalo, right? And the Bills could do nothing. And oh, by the way, it was 35-14 fourth quarter against the Dolphins, right? And they're up ten against the Giants in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Gig totally gave that. They're game up away. nine against Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, I look, mean what, look what this record could be. I think when they're healthy, I think most people know the Ravens can at least play with anybody on the field. Uh-huh. Like in this league, they can match any of them. Yeah. Will they win? Who knows? But they can be in these games. And you got to like, you know, some of the moves they made in this season to help the defense, and they, you know, certainly yeah. helped out so far. Uh, it's Follow the Money on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll look at the best and worst ATS teams across uh, several sports, including college teams playing in bowl games this weekend. The second, third, and fourth best teams, ATS, across the entire country are all in action. Numbers and details on all of it coming up here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Big month. The world of sports and up at Bet Rivers, France and Morocco today. Championship game Sunday. Latest lines, odds, and boosts soccer, football, hockey, basketball. Big game in the NFL Thursday. Triple header Saturday. Six bowl games. And great promotions and house specials. Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance. Sunday football parlay insurance. And they're calling all soccer fans to get up there and bet the big match coming up later today at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Time for top bottom. Best ROI in ATS and the big sports. Always uh, start with the NFL. And uh, good numbers here. Leading the way now in a sick run. I believe it's a 10-1 and ATS run now for the Bengals. They lead the way 10-3 and ATS in the NFL followed by the Lions and the Giants, both 9-4 and four ATS. Dallas and the Jets, 
and the Niners eight and five. What a run for Cincinnati, and you I know, think it continues. Th- this is something uh, obviously to, to keep an eye on moving forward beyond the season. This is now the second consecutive year where the Bengals with Joe Burrow have gotten like super hot late in the season. I mean, if they make another deep run in the playoffs, it's something that I don't think you can really ignore, you know, because they've been so good. I think, again, I said this, uh, was it last week, two weeks ago? Uh, they're right there with the Chiefs. Uh, uh, you know, I, I actually, I put the Bengals ahead of the Bills. I'd rather see the Bills in the playoffs than the Bengals. Some people disagree. Wow. I don't care. I think the Bengals are awesome. Yeah. Okay. Very good. The worst teams, ATS. Buccaneers, there three, nine, and one. And a miracle push in there as well. Kansas City. Four, eight, and one. And the Bears, likewise. Rams, four, seven, and two. Jacksonville and the Saints, both five and eight. Mm-hmm. ATS. There's your worst ATS. It has been an ugly year in Tampa, but can still win the division. How about the Chiefs? With yeah, 10 wins like, on the that's year, under but, the radar. Uh, again, only four, eight, and one against the spread. Yes. How about some totals? We know it was going to be bad with the, uh, with the unders, but best over teams. Chicago and Detroit, nine and four to the over. Philly also nine and four to the over. Seattle and Minnesota, eight and five to the over. I, mean, I thought that would be higher with the Vikings. Yeah, don't you think? Well, lately they've been well, yeah. An auto play to the over, as have the Bears. That total uh, in the Bears Eagles game, I, I still think this week is too short. Mm-hmm. The 48 and a half, 49. I agree. I yeah. agree. To the unders, and hey, they played an over finally. Uh, a wild one with the Broncos. Now 11 and two to the under on the season. Crazy game against Kansas City. Yeah. Tampa and Buffalo, 10-3 and three to the under. The Buffalo angle is definitely under the radar. And again, a big six-point move on a total Saturday night with weather being a factor against Miami. Indy and Baltimore, 9-4 and four to the under. Washington, 8-4 and four to the under in the NFL. And Denver just played the high-scoring game, and you put up a 36 here. Mm-hmm. This is very good by the crew. Upcoming bowl game trends, ATS records coming up. In the Bahamas Bowl to start Friday, Miami, Ohio against UAB. And the Cure Bowl with Troy against San Antonio. Troy, 10-3 and ATS. One of the best this year in college football going against San Antonio, who was 7-6 yeah. ATS. Troy, uh, the third best team overall in the country against the spread. And again, they opened up a point-and-a-half dog in this game against uh, Texas San Antonio another lane two in this spot. I just I think that's a hell of a matchup to play right out of the gates here. Yes, Saturday six season. games out here Las Vegas Bowl. Oregon State went ten and two ATS. Florida seven and five ATS. Yeah, Oregon State the second best team in the country against the spread, and again that number though has moved from five and a half all the way to ten and a half where it is right now. So I for, for I'm not laying ten and a half points with Oregon State. I missed five and a half. There's no chance I'm gonna lay ten and a half now. Yeah. Crazy movement in the last week. Right. Like a lot of right. And the other, yeah, you mentioned Southern Miss. It's, yep. They're no. tied for the fourth best team in the entire country. They're 9-3 and three ATS against Rice. They're laying 6-6.5. Six, six okay. Good story there, too. Yes. Uh, to the It's been a wild year in the association. I mean, it's just been crazy with what's happened. When you look at the playoff picture and the good and the bad, best ATS, Portland, 18-9. Boston, 18-11. King's a good story, although routed last night. I had that game totally died. In the second half, oh, God, uh, sixteen and ten ATS, and there's Milwaukee, and not much to speak of after that. Uh, and again, as I said yesterday, I'm I'm a little disappointed in Cleveland lately. I mean, they yeah, me have too. This many losses. You lose to the Spurs. Yeah, I think I think a couple of good signs on there. You know, the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, Boston and Milwaukee, not only record wise, but they're still you know 
expectations here. They're they're above average. And and I mean, when the Celtics are seven games over five hundred and laying big numbers a lot of times, yeah. that's a really good sign. Okay. Worst ATS in the association. Mavericks, eight, seventeen, and two. The Lakers don't make that move. They might get Bogdanovich. And Luca's a superstar. I think they only have one win when Luca fails to score thirty. They need to get another piece and get him some help. Heat nine, eighteen, and one. T Wolves ten and seventeen. Wizards ten, fifteen, and three. And Atlanta again. Mm. The Trey Young business and it. Yeah, but they should Ooh. not be five hundred. That is unacceptable. What's going on in Atlanta? Yeah, eleven, who, sixteen, and one. Who, honestly, on that list right now, we have six teams on the board. Who's the most disappointing team? I'm not talking ATS. I'm just talking this season NBA expectations. Minnesota. Gotta be. I, I you make would, that. You gave up six first round picks in your five hundred. A game under five hundred, whatever the record is. It's a good because the Hawks, though, another one. The Lakers, although they're playing better, bat. I, I would agree though. Timberwolves have been an utter disaster so far. Yep. How about some totals? Overs, OKC and Dallas 17 and 10 to the over. Lakers 16 and 11 to the over. Detroit 16, 12 and 1. Likewise, Atlanta and the Warriors 17, 12 and 1. So the unders, have anything significant here? And I'm not, I'm not going to do cartwheels with the 17. Okay, 18 and 11 to the under for the Clippers. 17 and 11 to the under with Cleveland and the Nets, who've been on a nice under run. Uh, lately, but the 17 and 12 mm-hmm. overall. And then you see Chicago uh, and the Knicks. Some home road splits, too. You mentioned how bad it's been for Golden State on the road ATS and the schedule that they have the rest of the year, which is difficult. Best NBA away teams, ATS. Portland's 10 and 4 ATS on the road. OKC 10 and 6. Nothing significant the rest of the way on the list. Knicks 8 and 5. Jazz 9 and 6. Nets. Eight and six, but on the road, as you mentioned, how bad it's been for the Warriors. Numbers courtesy of team rankings. Warriors three and eleven ATS on the road. Memphis three nine and one. Surprising. Orlando three eight and one. Cleveland four nine and one. And Dallas yeah. four and eight. And by the way, look at that number on the right column for the Warriors. Not only are they three and eleven ATS on the road, they're missing the cover on average by nine and a half points per game. Yes. Awful so Very far good. away from home. How about some hockey going into last night. Number one team in our ROI for hockey. New Jersey up 10 units, Boston 950, Seattle plus 865, Montreal plus 840, and the Jets plus 834. $100 on every game. So far on the Jets, you're up 834. Worst ROI, Anaheim down 12 units, Chicago 830, Florida's down 8 units, Calgary's down 7 units, San Jose's down 6 units and change. Streaks, Vancouver 23 and 5 to the over in the first period. The Blackhawks. Had played 11 straight overs in the unders, excuse me, unders in the first period. That came to an end yesterday, but Chicago has played 12 straight second period overs. Third period overs, San Jose 19 and 2, Buffalo 21 and 2. That was 0 0 in the third period. He scored six times wow. against the Kings. Vancouver, his goal in the first 10, yes, 15 in a row on the road. 15 and 0, yes, goal in the first 10 on the road for Vancouver. Goal in the first 10 at home, yes, 1-15, Islanders. Huh. Wow. Hard to do. That's incredible. Goal first 10 at home, yes, Edmonton, 14-2. and two. Mm. With hockey numbers, check out Chris Otto and uh, Ian Duncan. They do a great job. I can't. Ovechkin with the hat trick last night to get to 800. That's How about something. that? Yeah. He was also, I think, 5-1 to one to score the first goal in the game last night. Is that right? And he did that, yeah. He scored the first two goals of the game. 
And he came back with his third in the uh, third period, I believe, right away. It was uh, what it was. Here we go with the uh, pro tip of the hour. Thanks to uh, Josh Applebaum earlier this uh, show. Road teams on Saturdays in the NFL. And again, he said he's reaching out. Like, what is it? Why does this happen? What makes, you know, traveling on the road on Saturdays good for, you know, teams that are making that trek? 31 and 16 ATS, 66% over the last decade. Three Saturday games this week. Colts, Ravens, and Dolphins are the underdogs on Saturday. That's the pro tip of the hour. You get one every hour on VSIN across uh, every show. That means at least 20 every day. And they're available for VSIN pro subscribers only at vsin.com. You can sort them by sport and by show. I, uh, I definitely, we've talked about this a lot going back to last week. It's, I don't like the Dolphins this week. I, I don't know how you can. I mean, well, now, I mean, a certain price is going to make some sense possibly, but they're in trouble. It's a tough schedule. They are. Yeah, but we knew that, Green, though, Paul. Green, well, again, we what? knew that. We well, knew, I, okay. we, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but it's how they played, though, and how they looked. Tua, specifically. And that was not good suddenly, on suddenly Christmas is not a layup. They're only three and a half against Green Bay, and Green Bay is not out of this. Unless They, they, have, they have an easy schedule. Unless. Well, manageable schedule. Once they get out of it, Rodgers sits, they go to Jordan that Love. That could happen. Then what? I know. Uh, yes. Oh. But if, if they can beat the Rams, and they should. And then you think, hey, we win this. We close with, who is it, Detroit and... Uh, Minnesota again. Minnesota, okay, yep. right. Uh, it's certainly doable. Look ahead numbers. Week 15 NFL coming up next. The point spread is very small between these two NFC powers. Is the wrong team favored or is it too small of a number? We'll run it down for you. Coming up.